Hola, it's Kaipacha with the weekly Pele report. I'm out here at Lake Istan, outside Marbella. And that is the highest mountain that's around this whole area. And it is beautiful today. I am going to go sit under the Bodhi tree. <laughs> now, it's not a Bodhi tree, it's just the only tree. <laughs> Moon's in Scorpio, folks, going into Sagittarius, and it's going to stay there right on through Friday, uh, squaring uh, Mercury tomorrow, trining Venus and Chiron as it gets in there, and Friday's our big day. Not only is it the equinox, the sun moving into Libra, but it is also a square moon. The moon is up there in Sagittarius at 29 degrees, 32 minutes of Sag. Just on the final cusp going into Capricorn as the sun moves into Libra. So it's really going to be something. And in addition to that, we've got Venus still moving along, okay, in trine to Chiron, around 15, 16 degrees of Leo. She's still picking up speed, coming back up from her underworld journey. She's not going to be totally done, okay, with that journey uh, until October 7th is when she will come out of her shadow. She went all the way up to 28, Leo, retrograded back to 12, took 40 days. This has gone on from July, her journey into the underworld, right? And then uh, stationed is, and is coming back in her shadow. So you're going to see movement forward, new energy happening when Venus emerges back out of that shadow and moves into Virgo in the second week of October. Yeah. In addition to that, then we have Mars. Yeah. Mars is moving along through Libra. Been there really for, you know, three weeks and it's going to be there a bit longer. And um, in now it's opposing Chiron on Sunday, this weekend, all weekend. Mars opposite Chiron. And then after Chiron, it's going to go on and conjunct the south node of the moon, oppose the north node of the moon over there in Aries. We're going to be talking a little bit about that. The sun, in the meantime, is coming into this in conjunct with Saturn. Same day, Sunday. By then, the moon is moving into Aquarius. I'm climbing the freaking rock here. <laughs> Doing a little multitasking. <laughs> but check out, I just, this is like desert, man. This is desert. Love these rocks. Golly. What else is happening? Mercury. Let's talk a little bit about Mercury. Okay, moving up there and out there and on there. Moving through Virgo still. Thank God the retrograde is over. And comes into a trine with Jupiter. Mercury trine Jupiter on Monday. And of course, you know, it's a couple of days. So by then, 
uh, Tuesday, moon moves into Pisces, and there is another shift. Endless number of shifts going on here. Let me get one last shot of this lake before I look at the camera and talk to you all about it. There you go. All right, everybody. <clears throat> How are we today? Have you made it through <laughs> these last, I don't know, v Venus turned retrograde July 23rd. And, you know, we've been through Mercury retrograde and Venus retrograde and all the planets retrograde, except for Mars. And then Virgo. This whole month of the sun moving through Virgo, the sign of health the sign of work, the sign of integration with our bodies and with our body minds into work, integrating into society, issues coming up around, am I in the right job? <laughs> am I, are my habits and my lifestyle supporting <clears throat> my truth? And are my co-workers uh, got my back and supported? Even aunts and uncles, the fourth, uh, the, the sixth house in Virgo has to do with aunts and uncles. And it is this role of apprenticeship and our daily routine. And are we doing our exercises? Are we eating properly? Are we really... I mean, it is the culmination, and here now we are at the equinox. It's the halfway point from the beginning in Aries. The last six months have been about us personally, subjectively, inwardly contacting our talents, capacities, creativity, our truth, our self, and then we hit Virgo and out of Leo, Venus still in Leo, but Virgo humbles us and says, you're not the only one. You're not the center of the universe. There's relationships. There's other people. There is society and culture and family. And you, you, have, you have to do service. You've got to integrate yourself and find your truth in a greater container. So now we hit this point, sun going into Libra, and it's the culmination in one sense. It's like a full moon. It's like, okay, I have, you know, this is, this is who I am. This is my peak. This is, this is what I've got and what I don't have. And I, you know, I've analyzed it and here's my strengths and my challenges and, and you know, it's like curtain call. Yeah. You know, and it's like, we've been backstage, you know, getting our makeup on and getting our, you know, getting everything ready, <laughs> you know, and now it's time. Boom. Libra curtains open audiences out there. These next six months, sun moving from Libra all the way around through Pisces has to do with, yes, I am. Now I need to integrate some way 
with an individual, with a business partner, romantic partner, with a with job in, into society, take a larger role, uh, you know, and grow and evolve through dealing with ah, other people. <laughs> ah. So there is this freak out point, you know, there is this big, you know, this big period here. It's a big transition. And this is building up to the 180 degrees. Should I stay or should I go? Uh, am I afraid of losing my creativity, my truth, my job, my identity, you know, my money, my, this is, you know, and I'm going to hold back and I'm not going to participate in the greater whole. It's too much. It's too big. It's too overwhelming. So all the doubts and the fears around losing myself. I mean, just how strong are we in our truth, in ourself, in my, this is who I am, this is my identity. I'm not going to lose it. Or I'm going for it, right? So I am, I'm in my strength, I'm in my truth, and uh, I know that my next step is to work with, express myself in, with, and through these partnerships. And so we, we're at this, it's the tipping point. And then after that, okay, for the next couple of months, sun moving through Libra, sun moving through Scorpio, Mars is in uh, Libra till October 17th. Then it's going to go into Scorpio for six weeks after that. The south node of the moon is going to be staying, uh, you know, moving slowly through Libra. I'll talk about that. North node of the moon coming up to conjoin with Chiron. I'm going to talk about this Mars in opposition to Chiron. Let's look at that because Mars in Libra. Mars in Libra wants to actively pursue and go forward and, you know, enter the debate. Get on that stage speak the truth and maybe, okay, arise or erase, you know, some conflict, some, you know, some feedback, some reactions, but, you know, let's, <laughs> let's deal with it. <laughs> so Mars and Libra is, you know, like, let's, you know, have intimate conflicts or whatever. Yeah. Conversations, intensity, very beautiful now, actually with uh, Mercury coming into this trine with Jupiter. Yes, because that is very fortunate. This is being able to expand out of my subjective little world, okay? And, you know, put myself in other people's shoes, other people's places, feel other people's feelings and, and be able to listen as well as communicate my own personal truth. So that trying for Mercury, of course, it's coming up a little later on, you know, after the weekend, but... In the meantime, I, I really want to point out, we have a period here of a couple months with the north node of the moon coming through Aries, conjuncting Chiron. And now Mars opposite Chiron. Mars is going to travel on probably next week or so. It's going to oppose the north node of the moon. And this is... Hello, folks, like, you know, get ready for it, but it is time to heal. And sometimes that is a crisis around how to assert ourselves. 
how to find the courage to stand, to trust our instinct, to trust ourselves, to assert ourselves without reacting, without overreacting, without, uh, you know, bombasting or aggressive uh, charging or pushing. But, you know, and so this Mars opposite Chiron, Mar, you know, Mars will be opposing that north node of the moon. Yeah, and that's, well, let's look at it. Mars conjunct the south node of the moon. That's the path of least resistance, the path of devolution. And that is to lose myself, to be manipulated, to be exploited, to be used, to be driven, to be, uh, you know, just like, huh? to be a slave or, a, you know, a horse with a master riding you. Yeah, that's a south node of the moon can be, you know, just like overly <clears throat> fearing confrontation, overly fearing being, uh, losing the self. And so withdrawing and not even going on the stage. <laughs> so this, you know, this opportunity here is to heal this masculine, young, assertive, you know, Chiron is in Aries for eight years. Okay. It's, it's, it's only halfway through. We've got four more years of this, you know, everyone from like 47 to 53 or 54 has got this Chiron in Aries and it has been persecuted or it has been shamed or it has been, it has past life memories of when I assert myself, speak what I want, try to take what I want, bam, something has stopped me. Could be seventh house partner, could be fourth house family, or could be 10th house uh, government institutions, <laughs> uh, World Health Organization. <laughs> We won't go there. I've been told not to get too political. <laughs> I'll do a special on politics. But this, so we're at this key point, right? Of owning ourselves, not losing ourselves, but not running away and being afraid of the bigger world or other people. Okay. And so... There is this, should I stay or should I go? Bom, 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 bom. <laughs> I got so many songs for this week, but first I want to read you uh, what I feel is like very, very powerful because it is the last degree of Virgo, the sun coming into the square with Chiron. I'm going to read to you the 30th degree of Virgo. Totally intent. Upon completing an immediate task, a man is deaf to all allurement. The keynote is the total concentration required for reaching any spiritual goal. This is the final symbol of the first half of the cycle. In the year cycle, the fall equinox is now at hand and autumn begins. That's in the Northern Hemisphere. <laughs> Through spring and summer, many ways and byways have been experienced. The last message of this hemicycle of individuation is that on all decisive occasions, 
what must be done has to be done so intently that no outer voices can penetrate the mind, still less the soul. The neophyte stands at the gates of the sacred pyramid. There is only one step that they can take ahead or they are lost. This is the culminating step, the decision that results from a myriad of small choices. Still a shadow of hesitation can remain. Attention may be distracted from the now by a voice from the past, glamorizing some old memory. The outer doors of perception and thought must be closed so the soul can complete its conquest of illusion. Many times I have talked about Virgo as a sign of initiation. The Virgo Pisces axis is the axis of initiation. Every initiation involves a separation, an isolation, a testing period, and there comes a moment of decisive, you know, test, question. And this is it, <laughs> the 29th degree, right, of Virgo, and it's squared by the moon at the same time. So it's very powerful. It's not just the conscious, it's the subconscious. It's not just the light, it's the shadow. It's not just the, you know, the will, it's, you know, the, the, the feeling. There is this, so there is a tension. That moon wants to break out of this Sagittarius, natural law, universal truth into concrete Capricorn action. So this is a big one, not just an equinox, but also a sun square moon. So you may find yourself on the edge of a cliff. <laughs> you may find yourself on the precipice of change and you may hear voices or memories or, you know, feelings from the past or in the doubts and in the fears, you know, all this coming up because we are right on the edge of Libra. And you might wonder, should I stay or should I go? That was one of the songs <laughs> that I thought of. Should I stay or should I go? Another one by the animals. I don't know if you know it. It's my life and I'll do what I want. It's my mind and I'll think what I want. That's, it's an old one, but I'll put a link to it. And another one, you're pushing too hard. You're pushing too hard. You're pushing too hard on me. All I want is to just be free and live my life the way I want it to be. <laughs> you know that one. That's a, that's a very, I think that's the animals too. Eric Birdman, man. That was a great band. <laughs> 
anyway that's the leo right that's the cancer <laughs> that's the gemini taurus aries you know it's just like you know i just, i work very hard to find myself and to get where i am and to da, 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 and you know these other people the boss the parents the partner the spouse the kids the yeah, all these other people are like you know wanting me to you know change or step out of myself or you know be and this is another one to be empathic and to be sympathetic and to be able to put ourselves in each other's shoes that's what this mantra is about this week yeah you know is to stop my selfish ways my egocentric ways my you know it's like okay i've got to hold and i've got to i i i i i okay well guess what you know there's an audience out there the curtains have opened <laughs> you know you know you became what you are for somebody else for a bigger purpose for a bigger role in relationship for other people for the world at large if you're a counselor healer influencer you know i mean teacher i mean you we're not just here for ourselves we are we are seed people we are here as bringers of a new paradigm and you don't do that sitting in a cave well, you can do that sitting in a cave if you are working on the astral plane and you are so freaking enlightened and, uh, you know, that you can function in other dimensional realms and move energy outside of the physical, emotional, mental, you know, social realms. So I, I, let's not, no, it's not limited. And... There's no hurry. This is the other thing. You can over jump. You can jump too far in and lose yourself. You can jump too far back and not engage. You can hang on the precipice and freak out. You can da, da, da. so you know there this but it is a evolutionary gate. Yes, this is an evolutionary gate. We are at the gate. You are at the gate. Do you go forward? Did you forget your phone and have to go back? <laughs> or do you just want to stand there at that gate and just think about it for a little bit? <laughs> I, it's interesting because that the, actually the Sabian symbol says that is, it's, it's like we should, you know, go into silence, go, you know, enter the void, go deep down within. Put on the earmuffs, put on the earplugs, go sit out here on a rock, talk to the water and the sky and the clouds, right? So it is, it's, it's a, it is a, like I say, it's a tipping point, it's a turning point, it's a very, very powerful week of energy. And I want to come through with what a little bit of what you should do is, yeah. What you should do. There's no one size fits all. There's no answer or solution of everybody should do this or everybody should do that. No, let's get out of shoulds. 
and look at your individual birth chart. And to me, the big point that you want to be following right now is 15 to 20 degrees of Aries. Where is 15 to 20 degrees of Aries in your chart? And what aspects is that making? That's where Chiron and the North Node of the Moon are coming together. That moon goes around every 18.6 years. The moon's node, the North Node. Like I said, it just entered Aries in July, July 17th. I think it's going to stay there till January of 2025. That is the leading cutting edge. That house is the leading cutting edge of your evolution for this year and a half. And it's not the same for everybody. And if that north node of the moon for you is going through your first house, it's time for you to stand up, you to take the lead, you to take charge, you to be independent, you to find your voice. And if that Aries is moving through your seventh house or your eighth house, this is a time for you to set your own self aside and your own will and your own independent, your, your own rash impulses <laughs> and learn, evolve through relationship, partnership, eighth house intimacy, seventh house, you know, you know, mental and social and, you know, communication skills and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I mean, I could go around through all the 12 houses, but you just get it, you know, that north node of the moon going through the 12th house. Okay, well, if you know, if you've got, you know, Aries rising or, you know, maybe Taurus rising and that north node's going through the 12th house, well, this is to step back. Maybe it's in a spiritual community or an ashram or a silent retreat or something like that or, you know, your, your art studio. But that, you know, that does have to do with relationship, right? Powerhousing your way towards spirit. Very quickly, if the North Node's moving through your 11th, it's groups and associations and communities and, you know, broadcasting, friends, associates, 10th house, career, 9th house, you know, travel, study, university, expanding into the foreign, going on the quest. Eighth house, intimacy, and maybe even conflict, but, you know, like transforming yourself, you know, as a, as a result of, you know, alchemical union. So you're, this is, you know, I'm actively supposed to go towards union. <laughs> and, and the seventh house, like I said, is, you know, yeah, relationship and partnership could be a time for, you know, a soulmate, soul union, eighth house, seventh house, new people. Uh, new relationships coming your way. Sixth house is about, yeah, work, co-workers, you know, and, and really putting your nose to the grindstone, you know, and really doing that Sabian symbol that I read. Yeah, like, get it together. Fifth house, Aries in the fifth house, that north node of the moon now is telling you for a year and a half, it's time to create. 
it's time to risk and gamble and go on the adventure and, you know, be your authentic self and, you know, uh, open up and show yourself. Fourth house, you know, it says, you know, this is time, you know, for me to work on, you know, my foundation, my family, my sense of security, my emotional realm and inner world. So it's, you know, so much, you know, so what, what other people say, I do need to really feel safe and secure and find relationships that support my emotional reality. See what I'm saying? See how these work? That third house. Yeah, that third house is going to be, let's, you know, write, speak, publish, communicate, get it out there, take classes, take courses, follow the, your curiosity, have debates and discussions and da, 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 you know, like, but really, you know, do a, a tremendous amount of communication with others. And that second house is get a job. No. <laughs> You know, if you're the if that transiting note is moving through your second house, it's time for you to you know actively cultivate your talents, your capacities, your bank account. It's time for you to really stand in your shoes, be a standing bull or be a sitting bull, but hold to your values, and don't be manipulated, exploited, or you know pulled this way or that way, or you know convinced or converted over to something else. No, it's like. No, I need to like find, boom, my truth, right? First house also, natural place for Aries. Chiron moving through there, North Node moving through that first house is, yeah, I need to like really trust that I am, you know, whole, complete, and my body and my instincts and my truth, you know, and I need to... And I would love to have people come and follow me or come with me and have, you know, but I need, I, I need to pioneer new pathways, experiment, freaking go for it, right? I wasn't going to go through all 12 houses in the Pele report. I have a school. <laughs> You can join my school. It's very inexpensive. And I have a whole library of videos that explains all this stuff. I'm doing the astrology of water in the Bahamas next week. I'm going to be uh, swimming with dolphins, talking about Cancer, 4th house, Scorpio, 8th house, Neptune, Pisces, 12th house. But doing a lot of swimming and sailing. And then... Pluto, Scorpio, and the eighth house in Florida. If you really want to dive deep, we've got a small intimate group gathering here where we are going to do the deep dive into the red energy, the root force, the ourselves, our truth, and how that has to die in order to be transformed through relationship and intimacy into something even greater. Pluto is the force of evolution. Gotta check it out. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> Love is forever calling me to give up my self-centered ways and not let the fear of losing my truth make me go when I really could stay. 
there's that stage fright. Yeah, the, you know, the curtain call. <laughs> it's time to get out there and do it. And you've practiced and you know your lines and your makeup is right and your costume and, da, 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 and everybody's waiting and looking and there's other actors and actresses waiting for you. To, you, you got a role to play and, and you're like, oh, ah. but you got to, yeah, go for it in the house. And I'm not going into aspects, but <laughs> it's pretty tricky. I got to say, doing the relationships and partnerships, okay, with the North Node in Aries, which is self, and actually the South Node going through Libra is bringing up, okay, all of our past life habits, the ruts that we've gotten ourselves in when it comes to how we relate with other people. And we have to really look at our shadow stuff, look at our automatic habitual reactions or responses or what comes up for us when there's confrontation or what, blah, 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 you know, you know, in order to, you know, really go forward. So it's, it's, uh, it's something love is forever calling me to give up my self-centered ways and not let the fear of losing my truth make me go when I really could stay. May you stay or go or <laughs> go your own way or be free or it's your life <laughs> for this whole week. And like I say, the next couple of months, ah, namaste, aloha, so much love. Bye.